your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, I hope that worked. That was an introduction that uh, we hadn't tried before. Um, so, hey, we're, we're listen, we're kicking chicken with this uh, new YouTube thing, y'all. Um, Jimmy, let me, I, I didn't even do the intro, I, but but I was so excited I got the other thing to work. Uh, hey again, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama, Luke Robinson. That's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? I'm great. Sunday, fun day. Well, Sunday as we record. Most people are probably listening to this on Monday morning or Monday afternoon while you uh, run on your Peloton. Do people run on Pelotons? I don't even really know what one is. Yeah, you can run on a pet. They they have treadmills, I think. Okay. Um, well, let me let me start out. Uh, I don't know if anybody can see out my window, but I'm I am in Steamboat, Colorado, uh, Steamboat Springs, and um, I grossly underestimated the lingering effects of COVID. I'm not a good snow skier. I'm not. I've only done this is my third time. I'm not good at it. I don't necessarily really even enjoy it. But I'm here with my in-laws and my wife and my five-year-old, and she's taking lessons. And, you know, I thought, okay, I, I took some lessons in Jackson Hole when we found out we were pregnant with Sela. What what could be the big deal? I had two runs down the mountain, and I am wiped the F out. I'm done. I'm, I mean, I told my wife, I said, I can't do anything. Why'd you run and just not use the skis? <laughs> I thought it was a Peloton. Um, <laughs> no, um, but man, I'm telling you, it, and it's got to be the COVID. It's got to be. Now, I am a, you know, do the pizza pie thing. You know, I don't go very fast. I only do greens. Um, I, I, I'm I'm one of the skiers that good skiers hate to go by because they're like, I don't know what this fool's going to do next. Um, right. And, but uh, man, I was so wiped out and like I had to take my boots and my, and so I'm wearing those funky ski boots and the, taking my skis and taking all my stuff and walking up and I'm huffing it back to the condo because you can ski into the condo. But I was like, I can't ski anymore. I got I can't do that again. So I can't go back up the mountain to ski into the condo. And I walked back up here and up this weird, there's some steps to the condo. And I took my boots off because I was like, I can't wear these hefty MFers anymore. I got to I got to take them off. So I walked in my socks. People were stopping and asking me, "Are you okay?" I'm, <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm a 49 year old, pretty healthy man, and people thought I needed um, what hospice. I'm telling you. Um, but Jimmy, something else that may have given people the need for hospice yesterday was the fact that this uh, Alabama team just keeps giving folks heart attacks or um, brain aneurysms or something because. Just like, by the way, kudos to you for predicting that Baylor would lose to Alabama or that Alabama would beat Baylor, I guess I should say. Um, kudos to you. You predicted that. I kept telling people, everybody kept saying to me, it wouldn't be a shock if Alabama won. I'm like, no, I wouldn't be shocked. I'd be mildly surprised. But it's hard for me to fathom a team going from losing to Georgia, who's god-awful, who's mailed it in, and then beating a good Baylor team. Not just a good Baylor team, a great Baylor team. I couldn't, I couldn't imagine it. Well, they did it, and all I can do is just clap and say kudos. 
hey, JQ, it's back. It's good to have you back, brother. I mean, you look like old JQ. I dug it. Um, Juwan Gary, our, you know, our enforcer is back. And and we thought it was maybe be Rojas, but it's not. It's, it's Gary. Um, we did all this, by the way, without Darius Miles. So I'm pretty fired up, Jimmy. I'm, I'm, I feel a lot better about our chances, you know, getting in the NCAA tournament and all that stuff. And name a team that's got three better wins than we do. No, uh, you can't. I mean, Alabama's got the best collection of wins in the whole country. It just shows that when Alabama, when things go well, when they shoot reasonably well, when they play hard, when they value the basketball on the offense and the defensive end, uh, they're really good. They're just as good as we hoped they would be. What they lack is game-to-game consistency, maybe even some game-to-game effort. I think the leadership, the on-floor leadership lacks and, and, and probably affects the, the consistency game to game. And some of it's just sports. And and I know people hate that answer because they, they think that's not an answer, but it really is. How many of you that listen to the show play golf? Okay. Uh, and you, so, so look at your own, your own little sports career. You play golf all the time or, or whoever's listening to the show that plays golf. And maybe the best score you've ever shot in your whole life is a uh, 78. And that's the best score you've ever shot. Most of the time, you don't shoot 78. So I'd ask you, why the hell aren't you shooting 78 every time out? I mean, obviously, you can shoot 78. Why don't you shoot 78 every time you play? And and, and well, that that's sports. And, that, and that's it's the same thing for these guys at the highest level. It's, it's not the exact same performance night after night after night. Uh, it isn't for anybody. And, 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 and these are college kids on top of it. So there can be wild swings in terms of how they play from one night to the next. And, and and I don't think we would have those wild swings if it was a more veteran team with great leadership, but it's not. It's it's a young team. I mean, J.D. Davison and Betty Ako are two guys that play, you know, what, what we have like about eight guys that play all the minutes, really, and and two of them are true freshmen. And, and Keon, it's just his second year in the league, and, and Shaq is the veteran. He's a true junior. I mean, that makes him an upperclassman. But are you really a veteran leader in year three? And he's sort of the old man of the team. So it's a young team that doesn't have great leadership. And and I think there's going to be other performances this year that make you uh, upset, if you want to call it that. And there's going to be other performances where we're like, wow, we can beat anybody, any place, anytime. And yesterday was one of those days. So Real proud of the guys for putting it together. Uh, I, I felt it was a perfect storm back up against the wall, playing at home, an opponent that's going to bring out the best in you. Uh, and, and and all they needed to do was shoot the ball a little better. It still wasn't as good as it can be, but JQ was better. And really, uh, I'm going to say this for the rest of the season, because now we've seen it in practice, Luke. Uh, I'm going to say this the rest of the year. People are going to get sick of this too, but it, it's just so true. As JQ goes, so goes the team. I mean, if he plays well, the team is great. If he doesn't play well, uh, we need uh, we we need superhuman effort from everyone else. Uh, we're very dependent on Quinterly playing well, uh, and, and we can be great when when he plays well, at, and JD Davison does too. I want to talk about uh, that point, which is a good one, and talk about JD Davison. When we come back, but right now I want to tell you about Get Upside. Look, I'm telling you, I'm going to pull it up right here if I can do it. Uh, this is live TV, kind of, uh, as far as you're concerned. But this is the Get Upside app. Uh, 
and you go to it and it takes it a second because I'm in this condo with terrible Wi-Fi, but it shows you, look, you go to get upside, use promo code score when you download it. Then when you fill up, you'll get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. So it's like getting free money for filling up with gas, something you got to do unless you got a Tesla or something. I know you don't, but you can also go um, to different restaurants and uh, scan your receipt and get money back with GetUpside. It's the best app. It's just free money. That's all it is. And all you have to do is take a picture of your receipt. That's it. That's all you got to do. And download the app at anywhere you get your apps, at the Apple store, at the Google Play store, at the BlackBerry store, if they've got one. I don't know. But go get one. Um, GetUpside app. You will love it. And it's free money. Jimmy and I give you free money all the time. We wish we'd keep some of this money, but we don't. We are too benevolent. So go to get upside and get the app. Um, That's us. <laughs> that, that is people. people love. They know. They know about our benevolence. They know about it. Um, also, want to tell you about Built Bar. B u i l t dot com. Built dot com is where you want to go to get these delicious, nutritious Built Bars. They are awesome. They taste awesome. And look, I'm bringing some. I brought some out here with me to go snow skiing. I don't need them as much as I need oxygen, apparently, but. Uh, or intermectin is that what's that what intervectin? What's the stuff, the In- horse stuff that we're all taking to get rid of COVID? Inverme- uh, you're probably short on it now that you're just about done with your COVID. That's probably true. Uh, but I'm not short on built bars because I love them and I keep them around all the time and they're delicious. They're covered in chocolate, good for a keto or a keto diet. Use promo code LOCKED15, you'll get 15% off your order at built.com where you go to get these delicious nutritious scrub delicious built bars they are fantastic you've seen them in lifetime fitness you've seen them at all these other health places but i'm giving you an opportunity using promo code lock 15 to get 15 percent off that order and you're going to want a lot of them so 15 percent can save you some money and it, it saves you a little bit of gas but even if you did have to go get some gas you can use get upside so i'm getting you money either way go to built bar or go get you a built bar and go to built.com to go get them all right, um, Jimmy, you brought up JQ. Frankly, I think he's been getting killed lately. Probably rightfully so. I mean, killed is probably the wrong way to put it because he's not been horrendous. He just hadn't been JQ. And this game, he seemed to be JQ. He came back. Um, what do you have, 20 points? I'm about to look it up right now. Um, he had 20 points. He had. Um, he did have four turnovers, but he had five so I can live with that. Um, he had two. I, I He was five of five from the stripe and three of six from beyond the arc. Those are amazing numbers for JQ, given the way he's been lately. Um, so, yeah. Now, speaking of that, Jaden Shackelford, who's been pretty good from beyond the arc, was one of seven. Now, go back to J.D. Davison for a second. This guy... He, he didn't really play well at Georgia. He didn't really play well uh, at Missouri. But in the big games, he shows up. He had a big dunk against Walker over Walker Kessler in the Auburn game. He was one of the reasons we were in it. Um, he had a big three against Gonzaga when they cut it to four with about three minutes left, and he hit a three. He hit a three uh, last night when things were looking like, okay, here comes Baylor again. And they tapped away one of our passes. He gets it, turns around, sees it is open and just drains it. This guy's got um, a big game uh, gene in him. He he loves the big game. Now we've got to find a way to get him more consistent 
but that's a freshman thing. Overall, you got to be thrilled. And if if all of our guys play better in big games, I got good news for everybody. We got a <laughs> shitload of big games coming up. We do. Uh, the other day, I ranked on the on three board our eleven remaining games, including this one. And, and even I was stunned when you put it down. When you you know you type it all up and you look at it, you're like, you've got to be kidding. I mean, in terms of the strength of schedule left for Alabama, there's there's almost zero gimmies. And of course, we had a gimme in Athens. We lost it. So this, this team, there, there probably are no gimmies. But the, the the games at the top of that list, the, the the toughest games at LSU, at Auburn, at Kentucky. We got to play Kentucky. Then we got to play at Kentucky. Uh, real tough games left. So so yeah, if JD likes uh, hard games, uh, yeah, good news for you, JD. But I, I think it's a freshman thing. I also think with JD. You know, he did make the, the huge three yesterday. He's made some big ones, but he's not a great shooter yet. I bet, Luke, over the course of his long career playing basketball, he's going to become a really good shooter. I think that's in him. Uh, I just think that getting to the basket has been so easy and effective for him at every level he's played so far. He hasn't had to, quote, settle for the jumper. Uh, he's never had to do that before. Uh, now he's getting to where he needs to hit jump shots because getting to the rim's a little tougher at every level now, and it's tougher for him now uh, than it was before, obviously. So uh, I, I think as he develops a shot, he's going to be a, a, a really good player. But but we're seeing signs, Luke, that JD's not just a great athlete playing basketball; that he's a great basketball player. And once he makes that transition, he'll not only be a good SEC player. He's going to be a good pro player. Yeah, I agree. I'm really happy with the way he's coming along. And, you know, one thing that I noticed yesterday, and he's done this a few times, it's almost like he's if when he's got sort of a breakaway, it's it, he doesn't go full speed. It's almost like he's waiting for something bad to happen, like somebody's behind me or um, I should have passed it or something. And yesterday, a Baylor guy was sort of body checking him as he had a breakaway. And at the last second, he pulled away. And that's the kind of thing he did at the Calhoun School in Leadahatchee. And that's what he needs to do at this level. And it's all about getting your confidence. And, um, boy, he played with a lot of confidence the other night. It it was so good to see. Uh, And, again, it was good to see that this team could win a game like that, and especially win a game by that margin, given that Jaden Shackelford was one of seven from beyond the arc. Um, Shackelford had a pretty good game, but one of seven is not is not good and is certainly unshack-like. So, Jimmy, if you're listening on the podcast, then we're taking a break. If you're watching on video, it's just going to be an awkward pause with me and Jimmy for a second because I don't know how to put commercials in here on the video. So here we go. Awkward pause done. Uh, Jimmy, let's talk a little bit about football here. Will Reichert, how about this? <laughs> he he may have actually outkicked his coverage. But because he got engaged this weekend. So congratulations, Will Reichert. Um, and you will love marriage as many times as you do it, just, just like me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, congratulations He's to Will Reichert. But three times. Congratulations to Will Reichert. Um, congratulations to her because she's got now her teeth sunk into a dude that's going to be making NFL money. 
and that's <laughs> the sold. I mean, Will Reichert's a good dude regardless, but he's also going to be a good dude that's in the NFL. That works out pretty good for everybody. You know, I think so. Uh, and, and I, you know, you can know a lot about football and not know a lot about kicking. I'm proof of that. But here's here's what I'll say about Will in the NFL. I don't believe – someone please prove me wrong if I'm wrong. But I don't believe that of the 32 NFL teams, they all like to keep more than one kicker on the roster uh, in terms of, well, on our 53-man active roster, we have our kickoff guy and we got our short field goal guy and we got our long field goal guy. No, I think they prefer to have, you know, one kicker, a guy that does all of it because there's so few roster spots for the other positions. So it's incumbent upon Will to become a better kickoff guy. I think his accuracy and his range are NFL good. His range could could improve, and I think it will as he gets older. But he needs to be a better kickoff guy. Uh, and the best kickoff guys, the best ones, uh, they can do any kick. They're like trick shot artists playing pool. They can, uh, you know, the special teams coach just goes, hey, Will, this time we want it through the end zone. Hey, Will, this time we want it high into the, the left corner. Hey, Will, this time we want high into the right corner. Hey, this time we want a squib kick, but make sure they field it back inside the 10. Okay, now we need an onside kick to uh, to try to get the ball back and win the game. Uh, you, you have to be able to do all of those things kicking off. And so far, I don't think it's Will's greatest uh, strength. Uh, I, I, I don't think, you know, he even wasn't the full-time kickoff guy earlier in his career at Alabama. So if Will's going to kick in the NFL, Believe it or not, I think that's almost the skill he needs to improve more so than the field goals because I think field goal-wise, accuracy and range, he looks like a, a really good pro prospect to me. Yeah, I'm with you. Speaking of pro prospects, there were a bunch of them on campus this past weekend. Alabama had a nice little recruiting weekend. Um, anything you can tell us from that? I know Ronnie Royal was there, and uh, that guy's a dude. Yeah, Ronnie Royal is a uh, running back, defensive back down at Gulf Shores High School. I think he'll be uh, one of the top prospects in the state in the 24 group. Uh, I watched his tape just this week, coincidentally. Uh, really good prospect because he's got SEC speed and burst. Uh, so I mean, you have to have the burst, and, and it's, it's just easier to see than it is to describe. And his burst is there. I mean, that that's SEC burst from the running back position. But he's also not the biggest guy in the world. And I'm pretty impressed when I watch clips of him playing defensive back. I, I'm not a thousand percent sure that he's going to be a running back at the SEC level. He might play defense. I mean, I, I don't know. I just know this. He's an SEC athlete. Uh, and it'll be interesting to watch his career, see where he ends up. Um, I thought real interesting news this weekend. Alabama offered a 2024 quarterback from Willis, Texas, uh, DJ Lagway. Um and again, 2024 now, this isn't the Archie Manning group. This is the, the year after that. You know, it's probably not committable in the sense Alabama likes to see these quarterbacks in camp before they pull the trigger. But an offer means we're recruiting you. So we're, we're going to be recruiting DJ Lagway, uh, at least until we see him in camp this summer. Uh, he'll be he'll be one of the one of our everyday call type recruits. Uh, big kid, strong kid. Uh, he has a lot of other offers from a lot of other power programs uh but just interesting that there's a new quarterback name out there he's really young and uh got to hang with coach Saban in his office and got his offer so a lot of big time kids Richard Young might be the number one running back nationally in the 2023 class great big kid big back uh he 
was also on campus. Uh, he's been to Tuscaloosa a few times. I don't know that Alabama leads. They probably don't, but Alabama would be in a small group of finalists for him. What about um, Jalen Farmer, this sort of bursting onto the scene kid? That's a three-star offensive lineman that everybody thinks is better than that. I mean, it, it seemed to be a Florida kid. Then it, you know, Auburn was interested, and, and now Alabama sneaks in there to get, get him for a visit. Yeah, a real interesting guy. We broke his uh, tape down on the on three message board this week. Uh, I like him a lot. I've liked him more every day this week. Um, I, I think he's almost inexplicably underrated. This happens all the time. Uh, I think it's just one of those kids that 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 probably just didn't make a lot of headlines. And and then then you watch his senior tape. Could also be a late bloomer. Maybe a credit to Dan Mullen and the Georgia staff for for seeing the potential in him. And then maybe it comes to fruition his senior year after. He's committed to Florida, but the kid takes a step back from Florida when, when the staff is replaced, and that's why he didn't sign in the early period. Now, the new Florida staff, they want to sign him. They want him. Uh, they want him badly. So does Kentucky, which I think is interesting because there's no offensive line in the SEC. I trust their eyes more than Kentucky right now. They, they, they just seem to do a fantastic job of identifying three-star linemen and turning them into high NFL draft picks and Kentucky wanted this guy. So that, that just helps me sell uh, myself on Jalen Farmer besides his tape. Uh, he's a 2022 guy. So on Wednesday, this week, signing day, Alabama will really be waiting to hear from two guys and two guys only as far as signing. Uh, and that's tight end Danny Lewis from New Iberia, Louisiana, deciding really between Alabama and LSU and uh, this Jalen Farmer uh, offensive guard from Covington, Georgia, deciding between Florida Alabama, Auburn, Kentucky, and Mississippi State. And I'll tell you what, when you, when you have an offer list like that, it doesn't really sound like a three-star, does he? No, he doesn't. But the most surprising thing in there, you told me, you, you're telling me there's a new Iberia? <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's an old Simpsons joke where um, somebody said something about New Mexico and Mr. Burns goes, whoa, 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 there's a New Mexico? That's pretty cool. <laughs> well, i tell you um, what, if I, if I invent a city, uh, I'm going to call it, Brand new Iberia. <laughs> Spanking new Iberia. <laughs> um, all right, Jimmy, that's going to do it for this episode. I've got to, um, I guess, go and act like I'm I'm enjoying skiing, but I'm not. Um, I'm thoroughly not. I, I mean, this is so not me. And like, I, I felt like Job from Arrested Development. I, I have made a huge mistake. <laughs> but uh, anyway. Want to thank everybody for tuning in. And uh, until next time, roll tide, everybody. Roll tide.